You're listening to the Ladylike Podcast. Ladylike is a show where funny women tell disgusting stories. I'm your host, Jenna Gephardt. Our live story comes from Olivia Carter, and Olivia talked about a summer where she was working at a Dairy Queen. This week, I sat down with Matt Brown, and well, Matt and I, really, we once again, we kind of, uh, we got all over the place. We went on a lot of tangents, um, but uh, Matt told me about a grinder hookup that got a little slappy. Here's Matt Brown. <laughs> From the vomit we had to clean up earlier. Oh my god! Yeah, literally, <laughs> the girl. I think what Chris said that she took an edible. It wasn't even like she's that drunk. They took too big of an edible, oh. and um, they puked. Like Mar- Mark was doing the like, it's a two minute warning, and I I would run and be like, no no no, we're gonna need more than two minutes because there's so much fucking puke. Oh my god! Did oh she god like? Ju- it. Did it look? Could you tell what she'd eaten? Yeah, shredded, <laughs> shredded chicken. She was eating fucking tacos. I could tell I'm exactly. Crying. I could see pickled onions. I'm crying. I was like, I was like. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> I'm, puke doesn't super bother me. Like, I've cleaned up a lot of puke in my life. and um, I'm not going to th- ask why. This one was so fresh and hot. <laughs> and, I mean, I really, I was, I started, because she got it on the table and the floor. And no. I was, I was trying to do the table. And I was like. <sighs> oh, no. It was, it was bad. Um. <laughs> And that is why we are starting half an hour behind <laughs> schedule, and yeah. I do not mind. We're a little bit late. <laughs> because I've never been on time for anything. I'm the late. I'm one of the latest people you'll ever meet. Like, honestly, I've been late since my mom's period. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just been a long time. I know. It's funny because a lot of people actually don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm a person where when people go... Hey, I'm running ten. I go. Thank God. I mean, me too. Mm. And then some people are like, "I've been here for. I've been here ten minutes early." Like, and I'm like, oh. "If I couldn't make my own hours at work, I would be like a wreck." I work. I work um, brunch and stuff like that, and I kind of make my own hours. And I show up late, and everyone goes, "What? If, what if you were here on time?" I go. what if they just pose it to you like it's a magical question like what if pigs could fly what if you were here on time what if adam levine fucked me tonight (laughs) (laughs) i was like there's literally no parallel universe where i'm showing up here on time sorry (laughs) sorry (laughs) uh yeah no unfortunately i want it's whatever i don't know it's just the way i am i chew on my fingernails and i'm late all the time (laughs) i haven't been punctual since i like went from music to comedy like, I don't know. Like, when you do music, you have to be everywhere super, super early. But, like, for this... Yeah, there's like, no mic check. Uh, no. Yeah. Well, there's no mic check when you do classical music either. But, um, oh, because there's no mic. Pr- precisely. Oh, yeah. But, like, when you do comedy, like, if you get told that the show's going to start at 8.30, that means 9.05. Yeah, exactly. And the headliner's not going to show up till 9.45, 10 o'clock anyway. Yep. And the host is going to have to stretch and do time in between people. So, like, what's early? Yeah, that's... I run on a very... Yeah, it, if they go show starts at eight, I get there like eight ish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hate when they ask you for that call time. That's half an hour earlier. It's like I'm an adult. I've been doing this for years. Like yeah. I can I can show up somewhere when I'm supposed to show up. Especially when it's like I had that with like a bar show where I'm like I know for a fact you guys are there's gonna be four people there that aren't on the show and mm-hmm. then there's fifteen people that are on the show which is already another problem. <sighs> I'm not getting there thirty minutes early. For ten dollars, you're paying me ten dollars and a drink, 
and I'm not yeah. doing it. I think they want us to like hang out at the bar and drink to like, but like, you want me to go on stage fucked up? You want me to drink for an hour and a half and then do 20 minutes? Are you sure? Yeah. Are you sure? <laughs> a half an hour of call time is delusional, if you ask me. Precisely. Get there when the sh- get there when the show starts, and that's great. That's now, great. if I'm like opening for Amy Schumer at the Chicago Theater, half an hour call time is more than reasonable. Yeah. But um, to go down to, you know, lo- yonder local bar and, you know, <laughs> tell the children uh, dirty stories like the one they're going to hear today, I don't necessarily <laughs> think I need to be overly punctual. No. No. Nah. It's disrespectful. No. Nah. Exactly. our time. Exactly. It's not a well-paid occupation, so, like, don't push it. Precisely. That's what I think. Also, also it's like, I think sometimes it's like, if you don't, if you're not on a ton of, if you don't get, this sounds shitty but it's like if you're not booked a ton and it's like you Mm. run this one show and and it's just you know the one comedy thing you're doing you're super focused yeah and you're like this is you know please be here half an hour but it's like not everyone has the same commitment that you do like not that we don't respect it but it's like you know yeah respect everyone's time there's too (coughs) much to manage because i mean the work that you end up doing when you're (coughs) successful (laughs) um the work that you end up doing ends up being so varied like, you know, you've got a podcast to worry about. You've got hosting stuff to worry about. You've got actual your act that you work very diligently on. You've got social media content that you care about. Some of it you even get paid for. And, like, your mind's all over the place. And so the fact that someone booked you on a bar show that you're looking at is somewhere for you to work out that weird new story that's too long for an open mic. For them to be like, you need to be here really early and suck my dick and rub my feet and tell me I'm pretty and do my wife's hair. <laughs> it's like, would you, would you, no, no. Also, when you have to fill out, sometimes I've done these shows where they go, I need all this information from you. I'm like, do you though? I had to <laughs> fill out a fucking W-2 for 25 bucks once. Oh, my And yeah. I am like so bitter. You want my social to give me $25? Are you out of your mind? I hosted an open oh, mic. Oh, and I had to show up in person to get the check. Yeah, I hosted an open mic and they paid me 50 bucks and they are like, we need your W-2. And I was like, I'm not giving you a fucking social security number. No, like, Give I me don't, $50. What the seriously, hell? Seriously, it doesn't matter to anything. But like, I totally, like, it completely makes sense at the clubs where we work at like every other week, every month. And yeah. like, at, by the end of the year, we actually do have to claim it. But like, for piddly little shit, like, oh, if you hand me yeah. cash and you want information, get out of my house. That's just so confusing to me. I'm like, why do you want all this tax information? Like, why do you want like 900 people that are on your like payroll that that doesn't make sense to me but well they have to account it for it somewhere i mean yeah i guess so but it's like this was one where it was like they had all these like rotating hosts and i was like mm. you really want my w okay like i mean i don't know i just always take it as an indication that they plan on using you again and so i'm like and i've never been back so oh <laughs> damn it <laughs> <laughs> I blew it because I did not give them a W two. <laughs> God damn it! You like told me your social security number was nine one one. Is it a W two? A W nine is what you get. Which one is which? I get confused. W two is the one that they send you back at the end of the year. Oh, W nine is what you send them. Yeah. Okay, I'm in a W nine. But then the form we get back from the clubs is like a ten ninety nine. A ten ninety nine. With that one, I don't fuck up because that's mostly how I get paid. It's precisely. I, I do a lot of uh, contracted work. Oh <laughs> yes, yes we do. Yes we do. We are not employees. <laughs> people, people are like, people are like, what do you do? I go, I'm self employed, and they're like, don't you have like six jobs? And I go, I think that counts. Exactly. <laughs> I got my finger. 
fingers in six different pies mm. and go, I'm kind of self-employed. You don't know what I sell. <laughs> I know. Like, I'm all over the place. Um. Well, I mean, and uh, a lot of people, like, don't have the, I think, the proper respect for that, that they should. Because, like, you're someone that is able to support yourself doing shit you want to do. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to do all of it. I will say that. I do a few things I don't want to do but mm-hmm. yeah but it, i do think it's more fun than for me because i'm like really add so it's like for me to do five things versus one thing all the time just kind of works better for my brain like no one's really gonna get 40 hours out of you in a week no so let's just <laughs> divvy that up to a reasonable expectation yeah. <laughs> like i think yes. that's fair but bopping around feels good to me um maybe not forever because i i do feel a little stretched thin mm-hmm. at the moment um but yeah I have four jobs and I'm in constant pain. (laughs) Like everything hurts all the time and I'm exhausted. Every (laughs) breath is seriously like some people think that their biggest fear is dying. And like, I'm not saying I can't wait, but like (laughs) no anxiety whatsoever. Good sleep. No anxiety whatsoever. (laughs) Everyone who ever loved me is over there. So (laughs) like, it's fine. It'll be fine. Cause like I have my day job where I, you know, help people finish school and then I also work as a producer on a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash black music archive. We've got 65,000 subscribers and we'd like you to be the 66,000. <laughs> um, we're working towards a hundred K. Um, and that's like a lot of work and a lot of love and where I put a lot of my musical training into and then stand up comedy as you, but that's how you know me. Mm-hmm. That takes up a lot of time. It and does, yeah. then I'm also like an actor with an agent. So there's a lot of auditions happening. So everything's moving. And that's a lot of time for something that might not happen oh yeah no i've I've spent like a week of my life memorizing uh dialogue just for a tape even just the waiting around and you know that takes up a lot of your time and then it's also the big stress of if i get this okay now i then have to rearrange the rest of my life hope Mm -hmm. my job can figure it out rearrange whatever personal life stuff i may have going on like because you know if you get asked to go film a low budget movie in wisconsin for a month well, that's nice, but what about <laughs> everything else? Watch what you say about Wisconsin, first of all. It's a nice place with a <laughs> lot of cheese, and it's where, like... We wha- have other things, too. You do? Yeah, you have white women with white asses because of the cheese no, as a byproduct, true. which that's nice for a lot and of And we have white women with flat asses, like yours truly. <laughs> you see, that's where we bond. I wish that cheese had gone down my we're, fucking ass. <laughs> we're both funny and smart with no ass, and not we're, a, like, bitter not, about it. Not an ass to hang your hat on. I know, right? <laughs> It's like that old George Carlin joke. Like, it's just from, like, the fucking from the shoulders to the heels in a straight line. Yeah. Like, just nothing's going on. Because if I had NASA, I'd be president. It. <laughs> I'm convinced. Because, like, Barack Obama was mixed and smart and had yams. And so I really think, like, that's the one thing I'm missing. A- and, a, like, a law degree and a wife who pushes me. But, like, that's, <laughs> uh, un- that's complicated. <laughs> um... Okay, but well, let's hear this. Let's hear this nasty story. Okay, so you want to hear the nasty story? Oh, yes, I do. Okay, so right before I came here, um, uh, one of my straight guy friends came over to hang out, and I told him the story, and he told me that it made him want to throw up. <laughs> oh, good. I so like a gross one. I like and like gross. If any of you guys that are listening to this ever get a chance to see me live, I love to go gross. Like yeah. I'm very you and me both. I'm very rarely edgy, but I am often vulgar and gross. <laughs> yeah, and that's where I'm comfortable. So this story happened in 2016 to a much younger Matt Brown. 2016? You must have mm-hmm. been like a teenager. You're mm-hmm. very young right now. 
This happened to an 18-year-old Matt Brown. Oh, my gosh. Okay, it's legal, though, so yeah, keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this happened, like, a few weeks after I moved to Chicago, because um, I moved to Chicago from Springfield, Illinois, when I was 18 years old to go to college, to go to UIC and get a bachelor's degree in sociology and black studies, because I'm half black and fully unemployed. Wait, where did the opera singing come in? Was that um, just for fun? No, that was 11 to 18. Um, that's when oh, I did that. Oh, that was when you were, oh. Okay. When I was younger, because I went through puberty in five minutes. Did you? Oh, I dude, went through puberty immediately. Mine took five years. Seriously? And I started as a senior <laughs> in no. high school. I, I was a very late bloomer. I got my wisdom teeth at 15 out. Like, I've been the same height and weight since I was 14. Like, I just, I, this, well, I, actually, this when I was 14, I did grow. I got, I, from the time I was in eighth, like, the summer before my freshman year, I grew, but I just, went tall and I didn't fill out at all so I was like this tall but I was like 118 pounds oh no <laughs> it was like my soccer co- coach called me string bean <laughs> string bean oh my god I did so I didn't fill out till I was in college like I was like I looked very um it looked very boyish for quite a while well I sort of think that it's that's like sort of I think good timing for that because I think like the very thin frame was like very like in at that time it was very Kira Knightley it was very like ha- tiny you know, wave girl was I don't very think in. anybody in northern Wisconsin thought that but thank you <laughs> I am I'm look for the bright side brown because people called me mosquito bites so M- listen referring to my tiny tiny breath you can <laughs> happily fill out an a cup to this day and they don't well, know what they're talking about it's so funny because now as an adult i think tiny boobs are so like they are very like chic and and you can wear whatever you want convenient and now i gotta have big knocker knockers to be honest um okay this they're is getting bigger and bigger this I don't is know what's where happening. i think having like normal to small size boobs really comes into like a positive thing you're a very good comedian. You work all the clubs in town, so you work at Comedy Bar. You have to do four flights of stairs to do one joke at Comedy Bar. Yeah. And if you have F cup tits, <laughs> you're just not going there because sometimes somebody. the elevator's broken. <laughs> yeah. Like sometimes there's no option. <laughs> you have to get a Sherpa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'll every haul now your and then. Titties up the stairs. Yeah, every now and then you're just gonna like I don't know have to get a rope and a ladder and a net. <laughs> a pulley system. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You, you <laughs> Captain Hook's gonna have to show up and yeah. just like keep them up with like. The thing they push people off the plank with. <laughs> I don't know. But back to the gross story. Oh, yeah. We get so distracted so easily. I know. Yeah, um, we've been on a couple of tangents. I listen. I always have a point until I make eye contact with another human being. <laughs> and then I'm just diverged. <laughs> but um, so this happened like a couple months after I moved to Chicago, probably September, October of 2016. Um, I moved to the city and I had just like downloaded Grinder and stuff. And this was, like, very exciting to me because before I moved to Chicago, I had maybe slept with three people, four max. Like, I was very inexperienced, very young. Okay, I will say, when I was 18, I slept with one person, and he was my high school boyfriend. And um, At least he wasn't your high school gym teacher. No. <laughs> Did you really? N- no, but I thought about it. Oh, God. It's like, Jesus, that's, like, illegal. He was hairy like an ape, and I don't mind that. Oh, I, lo- I love hairy like an ape. I love a hair. Isn't that fun? And now the guy I'm seeing, who we won't name on the podcast, but we, we don't need to. both know who I'm talking about, mm-hmm. not a single hair on this guy's body. N- nowhere? He, I mean, some places. Check but his like, ass. <laughs> I, 
<laughs> no, but like say so you're looking for ticks. Like chest chest hair, literally non-existent. There's like one really tiny one in the middle that we have to like don't blow on it too hard; it'll fall off. <laughs> okay, c- can we talk about chest hair here for a minute? So when I was a little boy, I thought that like when I grew up, I was gonna have like black man chest hair because like I'm mixed and like the hair on my head's like curly. So I thought I was gonna have like curly chest hair because like black guy chest hair looks like chili meat. It just, it does. It looks like ground beef, and that's great. I love it, yeah. And I have, like... Str- you have straight white yeah, guy chest yeah, hair? Yeah, I have straight white guy chest hair. There is a very... I've, yeah, I have some guys where the hair is pin straight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's weird. Well, and I'm obviously a white person. My pubes are not straight. Like No, like, your pubes are typically going to be curly no matter what. Yeah. yeah, down there, hair is, like, different from up yeah. top. But I have slept with some Asian people that had straight pubes. Like, there was just straight hair every part of their body. I will say, yeah, well, I grew up um, right off a reservation, and, mm-hmm. um, like, indigenous people also have tend to have straighter hair like that. Mm-hmm. You know? So I've seen some straight pubes. No, it's really funny. I didn't notice, because the guy that I'm thinking of right now, I didn't even notice that he had straight pubes when we were sleeping together, because the whole time I was dating him, I was just like, oh, you're really smart. <laughs> like, you know when, like, you kind of can't even pay attention, because you're just like, oh. I'm really stupid. (laughs) (laughs) I'm dumb as a rock. I know, right? (laughs) But I like... Like, I feel stupid as shit. I love being around people who make me feel stupider. Honestly, I like... I think I like that, too. I think it helps us grow as dumb people. (laughs) If we just hang out with more dumb people, we got nowhere to go. Don't you feel like you have quarterback brain? That's what I call it. It's like, I am really smart at a couple things. Yeah. But that is it, and don't ask me to do outside shit whatsoever. I think of myself as, like, clever, and I can, like, think on my feet, but, like, as far as, like, smart and, like, knowing things like history or the capital of anything, Mm. then I'll just be like, ah. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's, like, not everybody's strong suit, but, like, I watched the History Channel, like, addictively as a child, so, like, I never paid attention in social studies class. My whole, like, approach to school growing up was to read whatever I wanted during school and then get B's on all the tests. (laughs) I was just a jackass for well, but it's like that is like the the way that kids learn is like if they're not interested in it, it's like it's hard to get them to learn about it if they don't give a shit. But it's like versus like if you're like interested in like mm. certain parts of history, you're like, let me let me hear about it. But that's the same thing as as an adult, because like I'm sure like we all have those moments like because we are all on social media. Like we all have those moments of insecurity being like, I don't read as much as I used to. Mm-hmm. And I could probably be like smarter. And I think that we if you're not going to read very much, if you try and make yourself read things you're not interested in. Oh, yeah, it's impossible. But if you, like, really try and make it a point to be like, I'm going to read, but I'm going to figure out what I would like yes, to read appointed, so I actually yeah. do it. The The other day I read the whole Wikipedia for um, the biblical figure Abraham. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just trying to look up one little fact, and the next thing I knew I was going through the entire Wikipedia page. Now, that guy had quite a life. <laughs> I, God, I wish I could remember it right now. I've had about one drink too many to remember, but I used to have to sing a song at Christian camp about... Father Abraham fa- had many, many sons. And many, many sons had Father Abraham. And, and I'm one, one of them. And, and so, so are you. So, so let's just praise the Lord. Right hand. Song. Okay. <laughs> That's literally, I was singing that song as like a joke. And then I had to be like... And then, it, and then Ben was like, what the, who the fuck is Father Abraham? And I'm like, well, you know, he had a million kids and uh, mm-hmm. God uh, gave him a bunch... God made his 100-year-old wife have a baby as a you joke, know. basically. And then, and then I was like, I was like, that, w- that like came to me from like my Presbyterian mm-hmm. church school stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, let me just double check that because that sounds crazy. That is what it was. It <laughs> is. 
because that was oh this is stupid because that was in the bible my mom's boyfriend that she had after she had me because she had me very late she, she had me at like 38 and she met this guy when she my was, mom like, was 34 bad yeah. and uh she met this guy when she was like 42 43 and they were together for like 10 years because she already gone through menopause by then like in my <laughs> family we go through it early we're supposed to die young <laughs> and um but but because like her boyfriend he was from missouri because he'd read that in the bible he fully believed that there was some chance at one point they might be able to have a baby and i'm like if you believe you know scientifically that just no like it's over like just no like if it's not gonna happen enough. Like, I was the last egg. Well, also, before she even had a baby, she, her slave, basically, she was like, actually, why don't you impregnate my slave, and then we'll have a baby with the slave. Because the woman who washes your clothes is, like, the same thing. I mean, and then apparently um, that baby was kind of a troublemaker, is what I learned. I learned from Wikipedia that he had, but it was another another nation built by Abraham. He he built all these nations. Is what I learned on the internet. But anyways, what did you do when I was gross when you were eighteen? What did I do when I was gross when I was eighteen? Other than um, a convert to Judaism for a week? No. Um, Honestly, Judaism makes the most sense to me. That's the one I could go. I don't want to be Father Abraham. Give me tribe of Judah. Heaven is right now. That sounds good to me. And hell is also right fucking now. And it also, that makes the most sense. Doesn't it? Because life goes from good to bad so fast. I think yeah, we all get it while it we're here. Sense. But people are like, after this, it's going to be peaches. I go, I don't know, dude. <laughs> I, 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 but um, the gross thing that I did when I was 18, right after I moved here, I downloaded Grinder and I like was very sexually inexperienced. I started hooking up with guys. And like maybe the second Grinder date I ever went on, um, was this guy, he, like, lived in this really nice apartment downtown. He was, like, in his mid-30s. He had a shaved head, which I love. <laughs> that is, like, a secret weakness of mine. I love a shaved head. Interesting. I love a shaved head. When I was a kid, I had a really big crush on um, Tay Diggs on Private Practice. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because I loved uh, Grey's Anatomy and Private Practice. And so, mm-hmm. like, I've had a crush on Tay Diggs since I was a kid. Shaved heads have been my kryptonite for a long time. White, black, Asian, whatever. I love a shaved head. And so this guy invited me to come over. And so I went over to this apartment. It was a really nice one-bedroom apartment. And uh, we were hanging out on the couch watching TV. And he let me know that we're going to be hanging out in the living room because my dog's in the bedroom. And that's, like, his space. (laughs) So his dog gets the, like, fucking queen-size bed. And we're hanging out on, like, a pleather couch. And so we're sitting on this couch watching TV. We start making out. He starts blowing me. We're about ready to start fucking. And I was very, like, very Midwestern, very new to the city, very, like, young and, like, safety first brown. And so I had to, like, talk this guy into letting me use a condom to fuck him. Like, I was not bottoming. Like, I was going to fuck him. But I, like, had to talk him into letting me use a condom. And uh, he was like, well, don't you want to use olive oil as lube? And I'm like, mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, that would, like, tear up a condom. He's like, I know. It's so funny that you would bring this story up because I work for this women's health website. Mm -hmm. And it's me constantly writing 
every literally i've gotten eight different articles assigned to me that are like can you use blank as lube Mm -hmm. the answer is always no No. i literally got olive oil i had to write 500 words on don't use that as no it's not (laughs) supposed to go in any hole the number one the number one reason is like yeah that oil you cannot use an oil-based lube with latex because it degrades the Mm. condom and will break um but then the other ones are like it can get in your pores and like give you an infection and it's like not regulated to be shoved up your ass or or your vagina well like when is the last time you were like sitting at home after lunch reading a book you're like my pussy should smell like olives what did that ever that that, that ever cross your mind i had to write one that was why you shouldn't use crisco I was like, number one, if any of my, if if you can use the internet, I don't think you even know what Crisco is. Precisely. Like, are we like at Big Mama's house? Is Martin <laughs> Lawrence in drag? <laughs> are you making like biscuits? Like, why do you have Crisco? And don't shove it up your ass. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> so he like wanted to use olive oil's lube and for me to fuck him raw. And I'm like... I had like I was just not about that life at the I I would just, no I was terrified I was 18 years old I just moved here the city has more rats than I'd ever seen in my life so I didn't know what diseases were going to be crawling anywhere else I couldn't see so I just I, I was not about to do Ooh, that I don't use olive oil as li- <laughs> don't you want to dress yourself like a salad <laughs> basically it was like do you have balsamic vinegar <laughs> and like a little bit of black pepper well, we said a little crazy up in here <laughs> crazy yeah maybe, maybe a little bit of parmesan i mean i'm not too fancy (laughs) i did grow up in a trailer park and so i end up like talking him into letting me use a condom and like lube i brought with me in my jansport backpack wow okay i have to say as an 18 year old you are blowing me out of the water (laughs) i didn't even know what lube was i was like well because the thing is i grew up gay with no like outlet so like i had to google everything and the (laughs) internet will tell you yeah like, if you try and put a dick in your ass with just spit or a prayer, you're going to bleed to death out <laughs> in the middle of the street. Like, Google doesn't say that, but you discern that pretty quickly. And you don't want to bleed to death out in the middle of the street. No, I don't. All right. Just running home. <laughs> Pigeon toed. Yeah, Jeffrey Dahmer style. I know, right? And um, so we, uh, so like, I, so I ended up letting him, like, allowing me to have safe sex. And so, like, we have sex on the couch. He won't change positions or do anything. He just wants to be face down on the couch. I guess he wanted to disassociate and think about the war. I, like, I have... I've been there, yeah. I, I have no idea. I have no idea. But, like, after, like, he... After I finally get him to switch positions at the end because I did want to have the most boring sex of my life. I'm 18 years old. Like, give me <laughs> something. So I finally got him to, like, turn over on his back and, like, look me in the eye. Because that's always fun when you're fucking. A little bit of eye contact. It's horny. E- yeah. Even with a stranger. Even with a stranger. No, I think more so with a stranger. I have a really hard time looking people in the eye when I'm having sex with them until mm-hmm. I, like, know them really well. Mm-hmm. So, like, because it, it, it's, like, the final invasion, you know? Oh, absolutely. Well, it's the emo- It's emotional. For sure. And so, like, he's jerking off. He comes. I come. And then I'm about to pull out. And uh, he's still jerking off, though, even though he already finished. Like, he's, like, half-hard and he's still jerking off. And so I like pull out and I'm about to like just take the condom off and walk over to the trash can that's in the kitchen right and because we're in the living room because I couldn't go into the goddamn bedroom so I have to throw a condom <laughs> away in the fucking kitchen trash right because a dog lives there. Pre- precisely like my that my dog 
And, um, oh, God, to be reincarnated as a white person's pet. <laughs> but, um, so, uh, but I pull out, and I'm about to take the condom off, and he, like, looks at me, and, like, I'm still, like, very fixated on him. And so he, like, looks at me, and he's like, give me the condom. And I'm like, I'm 18 years old, so I don't know what's going to happen next. Oh he's probably, God. like, the sixth, seventh person I've ever slept with. I don't know. I don't know anything. Okay, I'm 30, and I don't know what's going to happen next either. I literally don't know anything. I'm and on the edge of my seat. I know, right? <laughs> and so, like, he's laying there, like, jerking off, like, after he came with, like, this half-hard dick and, like, making the fiercest eye contact in the world with me. And he's like, give me the condom. And so I just take it off, and I hand it to him. And he dumps the condom over his chest and stomach and keeps jerking off. He wanted to cover himself in my cum <laughs> from the condom, and I, I and that was that was what his like final res- resolution was. <laughs> That's what he needed to really feel like the night was complete. Did He'd he come my second time? No, but oh. he did like he did the whole nasty thing of like scooping it up off his body and like rubbing it all over him. It was a whole thing. <laughs> he was like, I don't know. He was like completing some sort of medieval ritual <laughs> with my semen. Okay, honestly, I'm, I do get that. <laughs> it was, it was, I have never wanted to baste myself in it like a turkey and cook at 400 degrees. One time I was like, I was in L.A. and I met up with this guy and um, he came on my stomach mm. and then and then yeah it was almost like an impulse thing and he just rubbed it in with his hands <laughs> he, he rubbed it in like lotion and i was like i was like oh oh no one's ever done that before and he was like he's like yeah I, i've never done that either he's like, uh. he like, he like literally like i don't know i just it just happened <laughs> well maybe it's because you have a happy trail i didn't hate it though to be <laughs> honest <laughs> It's like warm. I don't know. <laughs> I've never had anybody rub it in. Uh, I remember after cause I've been in two long term relationships in my life from like 14 to 18 and then from like 20 to 22. And so after I got out of my last one, like one of the first guys I hooked up with afterwards, he like came on my face and I completely forgot you could do that. <laughs> my ex for two years, it just ne- he was not that kind of guy. And it just completely slipped my mind that that was an option. What did he ask? Or you just did it. Well, like I was sucking his dick, and then he like pulled back, and so oh. I figured. Oh, okay. I figured something I've was actually, gonna happen. I've never had anyone come on my face. You haven't? No, I. Um... Give me ten minutes. <laughs> I... <laughs> yeah, you fucking go for it. <laughs> We're down in the basement for the listeners, <laughs> completely alone. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> covered, covered in sawdust. <laughs> basically, basically, all the right things are dry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have. We have so we can clean it up after it. We're <laughs> fine. There's an old dirty mattress somewhere. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. At our live show, the audience can submit their own disgusting stories to be read on stage and anonymously. And these are some of those stories. Okay. Cool. All right. Freshman year roommate puked from top bunk to bottom bunk in the middle of the night, and I woke up with puke covering my bed and hair. No. <laughs> It's, you know, it's happened to a lot of us, and, um... <laughs> I hope it was already wash day. Yeah, well, I mean, hopefully they had laundry in the thing, but... Um, okay, let's Maybe see. Maybe it was one of those private schools where they make you wash your sheets in the river. 
<laughs> like, yeah, those like those like behavioral ones where they make you mm. dig a tree out of a hole or whatever. <laughs> oh yeah, like Shia LaBeouf movie. Yeah, like. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Here's another one. Um, I made the mistake of calling a sneaky link at 10 a.m., which in retrospect should have shown me the kind of dude I was dealing with. He shows up. I'm immediately on my knees, pop him in my mouth, and mm. dot, 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 it tastes like straight cologne. Turns out instead of a shower, he sprayed his dick with perfume. Oh, <laughs> does he not know there's alcohol in that shit? I know. <laughs> also, I mean. But here's the thing. Like, a super thorough recent shower is also not very helpful, because if your dick tastes like soap, that's also not fun either. It's, um, there needs to be a reasonable interval or like some thorough drying, because a lot of yeah. guys do not dry after they get in a shower. Interesting. They like to. They very like. They Saint Bernard it. They <laughs> just. They just sort of shake it out and put on clothes. <laughs> uh, okay, here's another one for you. One time in college, my roommate was so drunk, she threw up while going to the bathroom at a bar. However, she threw up in between her legs into her own underwear and <laughs> pants. <laughs> <laughs> she, she did not realize what happened, pulled her pants up and <laughs> continued to dance the night away. <laughs> she had quite a mess on her hands in the morning. <laughs> okay. Can you imagine the yeast infection you're going to have after you pull throw up panties back up? I don't think I've ever been drunk enough to not notice a bunch of puke in my pants, but I aspire to do that one day. Like, I just, but also, who's, like, dancing in a nightclub thinking, who's shitting my pants? Yeah. Like. They're like, oh, my God, I sat in some bitch's puke. Like, <laughs> you have to feel something. Oh, man. Okay, I'll, I'll read you one more. Okay. And, um, oh, okay. Okay, this is a good one. Okay. <clears throat> okay. One time, I was getting head in the back of a moving vehicle after a menage a trois, which hey. I'm like, what an insane, like, to not be done yet. What but a whatever. beautiful life. Yeah, truly, this this man is one of the lucky. Um, okay, when I ejaculated, it was with such ferocity. <laughs> <laughs> we love the poetry. I know, it's always an English major that I know, <laughs> writes right. these. Um it was with such ferocity that I actually started to urinate immediately following the orgasm. <laughs> and not like, not like a little, like a lot, like full on. <laughs> the woman spit it out of the window, embar uh, embarrassed no. and, and trying to think fast. I said, what happened? My load was too much for you. She hummed. Mm hmm. <laughs> As she wiped the excess urine from her face I don't think she had a clue But I knew And that honestly still fucks me up to this day And I, to this man I have to say She did know She absolutely knew 100% she knew There is no <laughs> way you don't know when piss is in your mouth I've never had piss like, in my I mouth But I'm sure I would know That's so I. It makes me When I was in, or in high school My first boyfriend burped in my mouth While we were making out of his car and we passed the burp back and forth for like five minutes, like like un no. unending burp. And it was like, I don't I don't think that he was like, she doesn't know. But I was like, I was so embarrassed for both of us that I was just like, I'm just going to pretend this isn't happening and like disassociate and like wait for the burp to pass. But I super knew. So <laughs> we know, fellas. And that is how bad things happen to you as an adult. <laughs> it's OK. It'll be fine. I'm not here. No, you are there. You are there. <laughs> no, I'm You're not. there the whole time. No, You're there every minute. <laughs> and you say, no, I do not want to taste onion rings again. <laughs>
Our Lives Story comes from Olivia Carter. No, Olivia is a Chicago comic, and this was recorded in February of 2022. Okay. Here's That's Olivia Carter. We sold our words for property, but we didn't mean to know. Olivia, 
You're like really pale. <laughs> Which meant that he noticed me. <laughs> Which was hard to do because I was translucent. Um, and I had like a really good response back, really sexy. I said, hey, I'm not pale everywhere. <laughs>
like when women talk about gaining their freshman 15, it's literally because they're filled with men's cum, you know? <laughs> and like whenever my friends would talk about sex, I'd just like pretend I got it. Like my friend was like, oh my God, Olivia, his dick was like so big. I didn't know if I'd be able to take it, you know what I mean? <laughs> and I'd be like, girl, I was eating mashed potatoes the other day. And like I didn't know they were chunky mashed potatoes. And I was like, what? <laughs> What is in my mouth right now? <laughs> I'm a slut, you know? Um, I feel like I lost you guys on that one, but. <laughs> I was awkward, that's what I'm trying to say. And then something happened, like, my senior year of college, it, it's 2020, and I, I woke up in like, like a cold sweat in the middle of the night, and there was like this light coming out of my vagina. And I was like, I heard this voice in my head, and it was saying, it's time to fuck. And I was like, oh my god, it's time to fuck. <laughs> and I'm not sure if you guys know what else was going on in 2020. Um, but it's really hard to be in a, a global pandemic uh, where there's thousands of people dying every day and to also be like the most sexual you've ever been. <laughs> Like Fauci was like, get vaccinated. And I was like, sure, I'll put anything inside of me. <laughs> I don't care if it makes me barren, because then at least like something would happen to my vagina. You know? <laughs> and then that's when I met Bandana Boy, who worked at a cafe with me. And you guys know how I like a career man. <laughs> Only five feet away. <laughs> and we had a lot in common, okay? We were both vegans. And then one shift, he revealed to me that he was also a virgin. And I was like, oh my god, you're a loser. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, we had sex. Uh, it was a little awkward because we were both so like, like deficient in B12 and basic nutrients. <laughs> like when he came, it almost killed him. <laughs> I'm excited to uh, announce that I, I am a slut now, right? Right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm you need to know that. Uh, and that's what I've been thinking about. Like, instead of like teaching young girls like, um, you know, abstinence and deprivation, uh, we need to teach them um, sex education through the lens of food service, um, which has taught me more about sex than any adult has ever. And, and if I was talking to a group of young girls, I would tell them this. You need to treat your pussy like it's Burger King and have it your way. Yeah. <laughs> Sex should be like McDonald's because you should be uh, 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 loving it, you know? <laughs> and you gotta shower regularly so when your partner's going downtown, you know, they're at Subway eating fresh, you get it? And sometimes you have a Jimmy John situation where it's freaky fast. And <laughs> Taco Bell and think outside the buns, you know? Like, try right? And you can also scream out these slogans when you're in bed. You know, you could be like, Quiznos, mmm, toasty. <laughs> or Arby's, we have the meats, you know, try it out. As long as it's not like an Olive Garden situation, <laughs> then it's KFC, it's finger looking good, baby. <laughs>
You've been listening to the Ladylike Podcast. I've been here with Matt Brown. Okay. Well, again, thank you so much for letting me come here and tell you my gross stories and stuff. And if any of you guys want to catch up on anything I'm doing, I'm Ms. Brown Comedy, MS Brown Comedy on Instagram. And you should check out uh, also the music content I produce on youtube.com slash blackmusicarchive. And my website is MsBrownComedy.com. You never know what you're going to get. I'm Jenna Gephardt, and this podcast was produced by me. Our theme song is Type of Wound by Natalie Grace Alford. New episodes come out every Monday, and our live show happens every third Tuesday of the month at the Lincoln Lodge Theater. If you like what you hear, please rate and subscribe to this podcast, and we'll see you next week. Yeah, cool.